Everyone up, everyone in. Time for the fun to begin. Come along with me, Lookout Bear, on a brand new adventure. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Michael B. Moynihan here. Zubily Zoo's resident adventurer, Lookout Bear. I, along with my friends Paul, Hello, Zubaroos! And Billy, Welcome to the show! Have teamed up to bring you an informative and entertaining deep dive into the loving world of Zubily Zoo, one episode at a time. So please, buckle up and join us for... When you're in Zubily Zoo, Zubily Zoo, Magic and wonder are waiting for you So come on with us now And discover the wonder of you Welcome to Zoomalee Zoo Hello, and unless you've been living in a cave Welcome to a new episode of the Zoomalee Zoo podcast I'm one of your hosts, Paul Harder I'm Billy Peck And I'm Michael B. Moynihan Lookout bear from Zoomalee Zoo Yes so, yeah, we're going to be uh, talking about the episode Cave Zoobles. But before we get, in, get into that, it is the Halloween season. All right. So I just <laughs> thought, I don't know, you know, uh, Halloween is a big deal for Paul and I. We're both, you know, big horror guys as people, you know, have maybe started to pick up on through previous episodes, discussions and all that. Uh, Michael, was was Halloween ever a big deal to you? Obviously, you made a a, a career out of dressing up. Um, <laughs> did you ever, you know, take your daughter out trick or treating while wearing the lookout bear costume, or uh, <laughs> or did you ever say I'm gonna dress up like Bravo Fox for you know, or I don't know anything like? No. Tell us maybe some of like your Halloween traditions if you had I, any. Well. Uh... You must have been living in a cave, Billy, like uh, Paul said. Hey, Paul, I like that opening. <laughs> uh, not try. to know that every kid loves Halloween. But uh, I I have to admit this, and my daughter loves dressing up. My daughter does yes. cosplay. My daughter's 23 yep. now and does cosplay and something at Disneyland called um, Disney Bound. Have you heard of Disney Bound? Not sure. Some of our listeners may have learned of it. And, you know, growing up in... Los Angeles, you know, she was able to go to Disneyland quite a lot and still does. And Disney bound is like cosplay at Disney where you don't dress like a Disney character, but you sort of hint like one and see if people can tell um, like the colors of of one or something um, that sort of is a little, you know, particular to Disney characters. And then other Disney bounders go around and try to pick you out like, uh, you know, you might wear a little green hat, green shorts, and your Peter Pan. You know okay. what I mean? Sure. And they other Disney bounders try to pick you out. So she loves uh, costumes and uh, also is a great designer of costumes. And every Halloween, that's her big thing. So growing growing up, I loved uh, Halloween myself. But every year ended up being either a pirate or a hobo. Because that was the easiest thing for my mom to dress up five brothers as, you know, yeah, get up, get out the cork from a bottle of wine, burn the cork and give us a beard. And we're a hobo. Open a can of beans. Give us a you'll nap the sack on a stick for a hobo. Yeah. Or it was a pirate. Um, and because I, I really think that the fact that so much of my work was uh, wearing a costume, whether not just Zoobly Zoo, but any movie or tv gig i did or play you know had to wear a costume and um uh-huh. that was part of my work you know whether my costume was uh overalls and a and uh you know bamboo fishing pole when i was playing tom sawyer or uh you know uh, a suit and a fedora when i was playing benny south street and guys and dolls whatever I would go to work and then would have to change out of my clothes, put on my costume every night and for the show and then take off the costume and get my clothes back on. So it, it kind of, I guess, um, wasn't a big deal for me to wear a costume on Halloween. And it was almost like, oh, gosh, you know, I, I don't really want to now put on a costume and 
just wasn't that my thing, but I loved what my daughter did. And of course I would take her out trick or treating and she always had really cool and creative costumes and still does at, uh, you know, at her age. And, um, but, uh, I do, in fact, every year I'm asked to be a judge at Halloween costume parties and, uh, and mostly for kids. I do, uh, you know, a few different events around the holidays, around Halloween and asked to judge costumes. And I love that, but I'm not one of these people who, uh, you know, really looks forward to it and plans my costume. Like my daughter does She plans it for mm. months and months. So, um, but I do appreciate great costumes. Sure. And, oh, and to answer your question, no, uh, one year, I think, uh, somebody did. I, I mean, I've seen lookout bear costumes oh. that people sent. People send me pictures. Hey, I was lookout bear and really good costume. I have but, seen a few pop up, you yeah. know, just through research and like uh-huh. some of them. I'm just like, and yeah, these and look we, authentic. yeah, really good. And we were in, we were asked to uh, do an article for, I think it was Family Circle magazine, where they did a whole uh, makeup tutorial and costume tutorial if you want, if your kids want to dress up like a Zubel. And one of the models for that, one of the child models was Forrest Gardner's son, Noble Gardner. And we have some great pictures from that. And they uh, dressed him up like uh, Van Gogh lion and really sweet. Um, but there, there are very few people besides me who have ever worn a real lookout bear costume. Um, one of them was a good friend of mine growing up that uh, I'd let him try it on and then there's one other person that you guys may know who uh, was able to wiggle into that costume, but huh. I, I, I'm not saying anything. Okay. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Heck, I think that would be quite the experience. Yeah, you think? I yeah, think I so. Think, I, I yeah. think it would be. Yeah. Well, you know, that's yep. all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's pretty neat. <laughs> yeah. It's funny as you were talking about you know, your mom dressing you guys up as hobos. All I could picture was the Moynihan five yeah. walking down the street as uh, this like gang of hobos, uh, clockwork orange style. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, then when we got, when we got older and I don't know if you guys ever did this, uh, we started, my older brother and I started to be able to, you know, put together our own costumes. We would go out in one costume, but in our bag and our candy bags were, pillowcases because we knew we were going to get a lot of candy Mm. but also in the pillowcase were an assortment of masks and hats and so what we would do is we'd knock on a door trick-or-treat and we'd get our candy then we'd go back out walk out down the driveway and put a different mask on (laughs) (laughs) trick-or-treat hit each house about five times (laughs) yeah it's pretty good pretty good if uh, any kids out there want to use that then um, uh, i should get credit and a percentage of the candy Oh, you do that in the high end area. Yeah, exactly. And guess what our high end area was? Uh, Bob Beverly Hope's Hills. House. Bob, <laughs> Bob Hope's house. Uh, we would. My daughter would go to Bob Hope's house every year. Um, John Ritter, when John Ritter was still alive, every year. Um, Joe Montana, all these celebrities, and we knew exactly where they were. We would hit them first, and of course, they had the best stuff because. The it, the word was going to get out that if you know Bob Hope gives little mini Snickers bars, word's going to get out. But Bob Hope would do great stuff. He would do stuff like a big full size candy bar. Or um, one year, my daughter got a frisbee with Bob Hope uh, signature and uh, a caricature outline and uh, all kinds of neat stuff. So yeah, my daughter would, would get uh, some pretty cool trick or treating in. I live in the wrong state. Now, mind you, I don't want it to sound like I was Bob Hope's next door neighbor or anything. We had to drive a mile to get to Bob Hope's house. <laughs> I'm shorter than the drive I'd have to make to get to Bob, Hope, Bob Hope's house. So <laughs> I wish I could remember. So there are so many other celebrities in in that neighborhood. Toluca Lake uh, here, mm. right next to Burbank, where mm. you know we've lived for many years. Um, but gosh, who else? Um, those were just some of them, and. Uh, you know, every year, boy, that we'd go around our neighborhood early and then get over to Bob Hope's neighborhood. And I remember, and my daughter was little. This is just a, another side story. And gosh, she must have been 
even as little as four. I'll have to look what year Bob Hope died. Some one of you guys can look that up while I'm talking about it, if you don't mind. But it, I think she was three or four, and she's in the car, and we're driving by Bob Hope's neighborhood, and all the streets were blocked off by uh, police cars. You know, the whole neighborhood was blocked off. And he I did I, passed away in July of 2003. Okay. Dang, yes. he lived to be a hundred years old. Wow. Then in a couple months would have he had hope. In so she was uh four. Um or yeah, four, I think. Anyway, I wasn't thinking this, but my four-year-old daughter says, Oh, I hope Bob Hope is okay. Like the first thing she thought was maybe something happened to Bob Hope. And sure enough, turn on the radio right then. Bob Hope has passed away. Wow. Well, and, I mean, he was 100 years old. I mean, just... Yeah. But I mean, they blocked off the whole neighborhood, I guess, uh, you know, because the press would have been wanting to get in. And there, then yeah. next thing you know, there are hel- helicopters flying around. And oh, yeah. It was uh, really something that my daughter, that was the first thing she thought. I hope Bob Hope is okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, we go from Halloween to Bob Hope, and we're all over the place (laughs) on the Zoobly Zoo podcast. See you next time, folks. (laughs) (laughs) But wait, we still have the time machine. Oh, that's right. We can go back and do the episode. That's right. We can even go back and see Bob Hope and go trick-or-treating at his house. Wow. Sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, give us a little hope, Paul, and do that synopsis for us, please. Let's do that voodoo that I do so well. Again, do it. The cave zoobles. Lookout Bear is looking for a new adventure. And he decides he's going to join Van Gogh and was at on their trip to the future. Yep, that's right. The time and space machine is back. The zoobles take off. And instead of tall buildings and rocket ships, our friends find themselves surrounded by rocks and trees. Hmm. They went 30,000 years into the past and got stranded when the machine broke down. Can they get it fixed, or will they become Zubal fossils? Let's dig into the episode. Oh, good synopsis. That's pretty gnarly. We're talking about lookout bones. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> hey, we're getting close to Halloween. That's right. Azulatin. Uh, <laughs> so, the episode starts... With Ben, with a lie, a lie. Oh, well, well, you go here. Yeah, Mayor Ben comes out and says, "Yo, when you're an adult, it's your world, my hat, my butt." <laughs> you almost, almost said it. You almost said it. <laughs> you almost had to put some money in the swear jar. Well, what? Yeah. What did? No, you can say ass, donkey. <laughs> you can say ass. There's donkey. no donkeys in Zubali Zoo. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Yeah, and like um, I, I distinctly and you know, Billy, I was telling you this before we started recording while Michael was off on his own little adventure. This is one of my favorite episodes as a kid. Mm. And you know, I, I distinctly remember this open. And you know, Mayor Ben's talking about how great it is to be a kid, but you know, when you're an adult, essentially you can do what you want, go where you want. kind of that whole you know the world's your oyster go make it your own and then you become an adult and you're like no no it's not you still have to you know you're still being told what to do you still have to you know you know you're still kind of stuck in this one one little i feel like that's a a particular way to look at it i mean don't get me wrong there you don't have you don't have adult, anyone telling have. you that you can't do something. Now, if you have, you know, sure, things within your means, this and that, whatever, that's that's one thing. But if if you're capable and you want to do something, you can. You don't have parents telling you you can't do this stuff. You're not a little kid that's unable to, to go drive across country or you know do whatever like you are able to do this stuff maybe and paul what do you mean was that just your uh interpretation of what mayor ben was saying yes. about how he said it's an adult world well he said when like uh, as an adult you know it's it's your world 
Like well, basically when like when you're you know when you're an adult you can go do your thing or something like that. Huh. Yeah. I I wasn't I guess paying as much attention as you, but uh, here's what the script says. Ben has his magic cane. Hi, Zubarus. You know, you have such an exciting life ahead of you. By the time you grow up, the whole world will be different, and it will be your world, whatever you make it. It's really up to you. Is that not what ended up on the... uh, Yeah, and I think that's really... That is what Paul's saying. Yeah. Like, it's your world. It's what you decide to make it. Uh Uh-huh. And that's where I was coming from. Like, this is... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> more of a deeper discussion i think than it needs to be at the moment but um life is what you make it and the other thing that i think he kind of talks about is like the world is evolving it's always changing and yeah. as we get older that life is and again it depends on what you make of it yeah but that life is an adventure right yeah and then and boom boom yeah, but, but before before boom, before boom, before boom, I just want to like I, I think it's really cool that we're having this discussion. Sure. I'm getting kind of deep. And Paul had one way to look at this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you have another way to look mm-hmm. at, you know, how, what Mayor Ben said. How many years later? And we're actually analyzing this and discussing. In <laughs> no, depth, you're right. You know what the what the feelings are that came up um, in the beginning of this episode of Zubilee Zoo. It's pretty cool. Sure. And and I do I I do get, you know, to a point where Paul's coming from, like, you know, especially like you said, this was one of your favorite episodes. You know, I know that a lot of things with Zubilee Zoo stuck with you. Um, I know that you've talked about before how like you've over the the years, you've established characteristics from each character, whether it be art, fishing that's that's your that's an adventure yeah. for you. Mm-hmm. You know, you do wood burning, you know, um, you do musical type things. Mm-hmm. Um, you build things. You've done theater. Um, you uh, write things to a certain degree. Like yep. that's all what you made of it. Now, sure, your musical thing is more of a side hobby. It's not like how I do it or how Michael does it, where we're outperforming. Yeah. That was how you chose your path. Right. To a certain degree, you know, like it's the path we take. Um, But for you to hold on to that, it's like the world is what you make of it. And it's going to be different and it's your world and it's an adventure. And you're like, huh. It ain't that much of an adventure. I'd love to be doing other things. And again, that's where within your means, where things fall, whether it be money, yeah. your family, your time or jobs or this or that, um, that all does take a, a part in, in, you know, determining how oh, yeah. you're able to do things. But if you really want to do a thing, it is typically pretty possible within reason. Right. So there you go. Billy the philosopher. Boom. Boom. And now boom. <laughs> and now boom. Uh, um, we get to see Lookout hanging out with Mayor Ben. Yeah. And you guys have the duet. Uh, outside of it's just a, a really cool uh, part of an episode where we don't see Mayor Ben physically interacting with people on the same set in the same scenes. We don't see that very much. Um, So that's different uh, to a certain degree for this episode. But since we have you, you can, you can walk us through how this all came to be. Um, What was, you know, you find out, okay, you're going to be working with, with Ben. Mm-hmm. I know that you were a fan of his. Yeah. Um, and again, like, yeah, you work on the same show, but you don't do a whole lot together. Right. Now you get to share this scene. You get to sing yeah, with talk, him. Say so we had talked before, you know, Ben came in, he filmed his stuff. He was out. Yeah. And we would, you know, we would hang out and make up chairs and talk. Sure. How's it going? Uh, you know, what, what you've been doing? Cause he'd go away for, a week or more at a time and then come back and shoot a bunch of stuff. And, and, you know, we'd be on one sound stage, Like I told you guys before, 
and he'd be right next door on the next soundstage, a smaller soundstage doing his stuff. And then, you know, we'd every now and then one of us might pop in and, and see what he's shooting if we're not uh, busy shooting something on ours. And But for the most part, yeah, we were kind of on two stages and didn't do a lot of scenes together. And when I got my script for this episode, Cave Zubles, you know, I started reading through it and I see, okay, well, here's a lookout and Ben have a musical number. And part of me was wondering, okay, am I going to be on, you know, his Zubel phone or on a screen or what? And I don't remember at what point, maybe it wasn't until um, the table read on that Monday, that the week that we were shooting it, that I asked, so what, how's this going to work? And, um, David Grossman, who directed it, said, oh, yeah, we're going to have you over uh, on Ben's stage and you guys are going to uh, we'll choreograph it and you guys will rehearse it and then we'll shoot it. And, you know, I started going, are you serious? I'm going to do, you know, and we already, you know, we had established uh, a f- friendship, uh, you know, work working relationship. But as a theater actor and a song and dance man, you know, I trained in dance and uh had vocal training and did lots of musical theater before ending up on Zoobly Zoo. And so, you know, I kind of, if somebody said, what, what do you do? Well, I'm a song and dance man. You know, I sing, I dance, I act, I do it all. One of the greatest song and dance mans, song and dance mans, <laughs> men <laughs> in the history of theater, television, film, one of the greatest of all time is Ben Vereen. Mm-hmm. And he's known to be that you know, one of the great song and dance men of Broadway, television, film. Since Bojangles. Yeah. And God, he did a great Bojangles. And, um, you know, I got to give it to Sammy Davis Jr., though. Mm -hmm. He did a great Bojangles. But I've seen Ben sing Bojangles, and he does a great job. Anyway, here I am now thinking, so it's going to be me and Ben. We're going to have a duet, a vocal duet, and we're going to dance a little in it. And so I look back on that, the day that we shot that and the days that we rehearsed it as one of the greatest moments in my career as a, as an actor, as a song and dance man. Um, And, you know, that, so watching that episode, that's really special to me Um, that, you know, that footage doing that duet with Ben Vereen, um, just because I look up to him so much and um, appreciate what he has done for um, theater, television, film, and um, and here I am doing a number with him. So, yeah, that was very, very special. Um, maybe there were a lot of special moments uh, on that set for me, and that may be the most special. It's definitely close, one of the tops. That actually leads into my the, the very next note I had. Um, during that segment, we see a very excited lookout bear. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I was wondering how much of that excitement was lookout just being in the thing and how much of that was you getting to do the scene with Ben Vereen? Well, that's a really good question, Paul, and uh, very perceptive because when I just watched it, you know, uh, we talk about how, uh, you know, we watch the episode before we do our podcast episode. I do it just so it's fresh in my mind. And I watched that and I said, oh, wow, I'm really giving it really high energy and um, so high and, energy, super giddy. I mean, you're yeah, just yeah. right and, there. And a, and a little wave of disappointment came over me that it, I feel like, um, you know, I wasn't true to to look out the character right there because i i saw that like what you saw i saw it you know the and and it almost made me think like it's almost like i was acting like i was on stage with ben vereen instead of being on television with ben vereen um it was big you know uh and and then i thought well he's kind of big and he's kind of you know, I kind of, I think was probably matching his energy or something. And, uh, good luck. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, but I noticed that too, Paul. And, uh, it was, it was a little bit disappointing to me that, um, I was kind of like a fanboy there in that scene. <laughs> 
So, and, and, and that's actually, it's something that I did want to, to expand upon a little bit, um, was, uh, if you going into it, if you approached it different, you know, if you're like, you know, you know, singing alongside with him, obviously you're a singer and stuff, but you know, like, you know what he is and what he's done. Like, is there a thing where you're just like, Oh, I'm going to step up my game or, you know, or is there nervousness of like, Oh, am I, am I going to be able to, to hang with them or, you know, any, what, what, what was any of that stuff going into that? If you recall all of it, all of it. Okay. Um, and you know, uh, yeah, I remember all of that. Like here's just, just the two of us doing this. And he's such a wonderful guy and a nice person that it wasn't like I was nervous, but it was like, you know, I got to keep up with one of the greats of all time Yeah, in this scene. And, and the fact that, you know, I was, I guess I was trying to justify my performance that I, I guess I'm not super happy with that performance. But then I try to justify it and I think, well, here's the mayor. Like if you if you guys uh went and met with the mayor of your town, sure, you know, I think you would be have a certain energy and um you would want to be prepared what you're gonna say to the mayor and uh, and it's the same, I think maybe that was coming out in the in the character or in the performance. Um but I also think a lot of it was here I am doing a song and dance with one of the greatest ever on t- television, you know, and um, yeah, all of that, everything. Well, I thought very much so, especially because a lot of the song is you two singing opposite of each other. It's a call, mm-hmm. you know, you know, one than the other, one than the other when you guys got to sing together, you guys harmonized amazingly mm-hmm. and, you know, you would go high, he would go low. Mm-hmm. And then as the, the end of like the phrase or that measure was coming up, you would switch mm-hmm. to end it off. And that, you know, maybe that's how it was written. Uh, no, maybe- I remember he said that because um, it was written one way. And I remember him saying, Oh, at the end, um, do you mind if I go, I think he went high and I went low. Yes. At the end. Yep. That's exactly mm-hmm. what happened. And I go, yeah, fine, let's do it. And boom, we shot it. And, and that's when I exit and he goes, he holds a nice tune. Do you remember that? Yeah. That's yeah. not, the, that's not the script. And so I go, I hear him say that. And I go, huh. <laughs> you know? So, and I think that was partly because of the fact that he goes, Oh, let's do this. Let's switch it up. And mm-hmm. the end, I'll go high. You go low. So great. And, uh, so that was a very nice compliment. Yep. You know, whether he meant, whether it was Mayor Ben talking about Lookout Bear or Ben Vereen talking about right. Michael Moynihan, you know, it was pretty cool. Yeah. No, I so, I think I think that's great. Yeah. Say, so not quite, you know, preparing to meet the mayor, but, and Billy can attest to this, uh, leading up to when we brought you in in March, uh-huh. I was doing the wood burning for you. Uh, oh, the, I remember. Lookout burning. Yeah. Um, and I do wood burning all the time, uh-huh. but uh, God, my stomach was in knots working <laughs> on this board. Oh no. Um, I just wanted to nail it. Wanted to get it right, you know. And it, it, it's interesting because you know we do this once a month. You know, we, we get on here, we talk, you know, fairly regularly, but like. First time, you know, actually meeting you, meeting you, and mm-hmm. like it's just like the the little kid just took over, and like my nerves were just <laughs> shot. Like you mean the when entire we were walking, lead up when we were walking around the Omaha Zoo, just before like <laughs> leading up to that day, like my nerves were gone. Oh, that's funny. I wish that I wish you weren't uh, nervous, <laughs> but. You know, yeah, yeah, it, it's very similar to that like feeling you had on screen is just where it's just like, oh my god, this is yeah. really happening. Yeah, and you know, I mean that's that's very nice for you to say that, Paul. But it's not, you know, I'm no Ben Vereen, and 
when I'm doing that, I, I don't get starstruck. You know, I've, I've worked with a lot of uh, famous people. It was just the fact that now I'm singing and dancing in a duet, just the two of us. Yeah. I'm not like part of an ensemble with Ben Vereen at this point. It's, we are doing a duet. And so it was all hitting me at that time, you know, wow. mm-hmm. and this is this is forever now. Yeah. This is going to be on television and there's a record of this and a, you know, uh, video and it's forever now. It's like, whoa. So, yeah, I guess I was a little giddy. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Thanks for pointing it out. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, and really the context of the song is about real. It's it, it's excitement. Mm-hmm. it's excitement in life it's you know life is an adventure and it, it so i really i don't think it's too out of character to be Mm-mm. excitable yeah that's it that's that's what i was doing that's it you you got it you nailed it <laughs> i think let's think, go with that billy <laughs> i think your personal uh you know feelings going into it and and all of that may have affected your performance but i think within the context it works well you know you guys know me and you know um you know these these characters you watch so much of it so you can pick out things like this and and paul you you noticed it you nailed it um and that's also probably from us i mean in you included you know like you know the the phrase you know your own worst critic of course And then we're also like we're analyzing the episodes. Yeah, different. we're not just yeah. casually watching it. Now it's yeah. like trying to pick things out. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I hope not, and I don't think uh, kids watching Zoobly Zoo say, "Oh, what's what's Lookout Bear going all goofy for?" Yeah, <laughs> you know, just my just for singing a song with Mayor Ben. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's keep going. Oh. <laughs> what that's um i my next note is lookout seems pretty happy after the song Uh, it actually has nothing to do with with that like uh it's just you're happy after the song it's like yeah mayor ben i'm gonna go out and i'm gonna have an adventure yeah but immediately after once the episode (laughs) actually starts yes lookout is like bummed out it's like, I don't feel like going on an adventure. I just, I don't want to do any of this. And, you know, Bill has to like, kind of like pep him up. And he's like, Hey, like, it's, it's all right. Like, how about if, you know, we, uh, what, what if we go back to the future? Yeah. And again, well, I just, I'm thinking back to the future and, and Bill is, is doc Brown. <laughs> yeah, um, you're right. I think, uh, you know, the fact that that movie came out not long before we did this may have really influenced some of the writing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, remember when Lookout Bear enters the scene, I wanted wanted to let you guys know something that is in the script. And just, I mean, this is kind of dumb, but just another example of how some of the writers were not necessarily uh, super familiar with Zubilee mm. Zoo or the Zubilee Zoo Bible. Uh, you know, shows have a Bible that describes every character, the background of every character, the background of the show, um, things that have happened with different characters, situations they've been in. And I don't know if this writer, um, you know, was super familiar with the Zubilee Zoo Bible because, and the, the writer was Lenny Shulman. Mm-hmm. And when when Lookout uh, enters over at Bill's, he says, I sure feel like going on an adventure today. Too bad my car is broken. You never hear Lookout refer to his car. It's the runabout. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they, they they definitely had to go back and change that. But, uh, yeah, he's, too bad my car is broken. And Bill says, what's wrong with your car? Water in the gas tank. When did that happen? When it rolled into the lake. <laughs> kind of funny joke um but of course that all got changed from runabout yeah um then uh where's that at ah was that and van gogh are really excited to go as well and Mm -hmm. then guess what bill is using his time and space machine again oh yeah 
Yep. And yeah, I was uh, going into the episode. I was I was pretty surprised that, you know, at least the, if it's the way that it aired again, it's hard to, to say. But if we're going off of, you know, what IMDb has, uh, I thought it was a little interesting that it was these two episodes like right back to back instead of it maybe spread out a little bit. Well, one of the reasons may be the fact that they brought this big time and space machine onto the set oh, and sure. got as much use that week. So a couple episodes that we shot that week with the time and space machine and then got it out of there. Um, that could have been it. But um, one of the funny things that I kind of crossed my mind when we're in the time and uh, space machine, and it starts to smoke and yes. starts to, you know, get like something's going wrong. And we end up uh, going to the future. I mean, the past instead of the future. And it doesn't seem like any of the other Zoobles are worried about the smoke or us burning up or blowing up, or, <laughs> you know, dying these horrible deaths. They're just worried that we're going to the past instead of the future. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, well, and like before that, <laughs> You, you're kind of doing that, like you, you're walking around a used car thing. Yeah, kicking and, the tires. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you look at uh, Bill and you're like, sure, she's ready to go, and he, yeah, and then the looks like a phone falls off, and he picks it up and just chucks it. Yeah, that was an extra yeah. piece. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like, why are you getting in this thing? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then yeah, next thing you know, it's smoking and hissing and yeah. Yep. Yeah, I I have Bravo saw the lift off and sees that Bill's control center is smoking and not working right. He yeah. sent them back thirty thousand years, and then Bravo says everyone lived in caves like animals. Like I'm like animal. uh, a bear. You're you're animals <laughs> as well. Oh, yeah, instead of zoobles. Yeah, right. <laughs> like animals. Yeah. We also learned exactly how close. Bill's shop is to the backstage of the theater. Yeah, that was an interesting shot, wasn't it? With Bravo coming out of his back door. Um, Which I guess makes sense since he's essentially the prop master. Yeah. It would make sense he has direct, you know, the direct shot in. Yeah. Um, but they were uh, on the set right next to each other. But then the um, time and space machine was on the side of Builder Beaver's set that is closest to Bravo's stage. So that's uh, gets them even closer to yeah. Bravo. And yet it was an interesting shot with Bravo uh, looking out his door and then walking straight over to Bill right there. Only time you ever see that uh, on Zoobly Zoo. Yeah. Credit uh, director David Grossman for that uh, fantastic direction. Yeah. Um, Bill cannot make contact with them much like, the previous episode, Takatu is really concerned that they may never come back. Yeah, a lot of similarities, huh? Yeah, definitely <laughs> some similarities. Yeah. Um, the three are uh, the three yourself, Van Gogh, and was at are very confused as to where they're at. Mm-hmm. Um, ah, great overhead shots and unique camera work. Um, anytime that you guys go on. Uh, these i don't know side sets uh you know maybe tunnel up, yeah you know, tunnel of surprise re, you know machine, rebuilt yeah. sets for yeah. you know that aren't the typical you know where you just have a static shot yeah um that's where the film work always gets creative whether it's using crane shots or yeah. having these big overhead shots to show that you're in this this land yeah um and, uh just so you guys know i don't I don't know if this is uh, interesting or not, but um, whenever they would do those scenes, like in this episode, Cave Zoobles, and any of those scenes that are like that, where we go to a land like that, they would do it on my property. So they would take uh, oh, the yeah. tent. They would take the tent out, look out Bear's tent, and that would be that would turn into those other uh, scenes. The other. Um, the other sets were easily moved. They were on wheels that would lock into place, um, but it was just easier because uh, my my set was just the tent on the ground, so it was really easy just to yeah. move that out and and put all those bushes or the snow or whatever. That was always um, where Lookout's tent normally would be. 
they meet a caveman named Og. In the script, it's Oog, O-O-G, but we all said Og. Oh, weird. Because, yeah, I purposely, I put O-G, but then I also put, like, A-U-G, so, like, I knew. Uh-huh. Like, I wasn't going to, like, mispronounce it. It's Og. Yeah. 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 Hmm. I have a line written down, and I can't remember what it was said about. Okay. We'll figure and, it out together. Like, it, it just, it made me laugh. The, the, the joke was... And it had to be after the uh, thing broke down because it was Bill guaranteed us. And then you were like, yeah, that's what I'm worried about. Huh? Oh, I look out. Bear says that. Yeah. Huh? Hmm. Bill guaranteed us. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah. That's weird because usually I'm the one who trusts Bill. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and that's why it stuck. Like, that's why it stuck out. I don't remember. It could be around this area that it. Uh, so it's coming. Yeah, it's coming up because it's right before I, in my notes when they start talking, trying to get information out of Og. Okay. Well, and you know, we we don't talk about this. We don't uh, refer at all to the previous episode, just in time, where mm-hmm. we got uh, sent to the North Pole, or you know, there's no reference like that, but. That would be one reason that I might, that Lookout Bear might not trust this thing's going to work. But <laughs> well, we never, and that's we never, what I was thinking. Yeah, it wouldn't, you, wouldn't you think there'd be some kind of line like, well, you know what happened last time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, they they start talking to Og. They want to make a, a <laughs> phone call. And he's like, what? They Like, yeah, we just, we want to call someone. He's like, oh, okay. Hello. <laughs> yeah, he just starts yeah, screaming yeah, hello. Yeah, yeah. Where are we? We are here. Here. <laughs> yeah. What year is, is it? it? This year. This year. <laughs> yeah. Um Og offers them food. Yes. It's stew full of lizards, bugs. Oh, but it's delicious until uh Yeah. They, they they're eating it. They're like, there. this smells yeah. great. This is so yeah. good. What is it? Lizards, right. bugs, owls' feet. Owls' feet. Yeah. But did, did, did they wanted a hot dog? They're not invented yet. No, he's saying that why, the things why, why that would you, make a hot dog or just well, a bunch no, of. Like, why, oh. why would you uh, have a? You know, why, why would you eat a dog? That's caveman's best friend. Yeah. <laughs> oh right, 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 right. Yeah. You know, and then they asked for fast food, and I was like, Yeah, no fast food. Deer and pig too fast. Uh, yes. Uh, to <laughs> yes. run too we have fast to like catch. slowly track yes. it or whatever. Yeah, yes, they run too right. fast to catch. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm glad that you put that stuff because that was that was funny. Yeah. Um. But fast food run too. I, I think no what's funny now. about this is while it's not exactly what a lion's diet would be, and I don't know what kangaroos eat. This is this right up a bear's this is alley. right up a bear's alley though for food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I say that that was definitely is like why do the animals have an issue with eating the stew ingredient ingredients because well, you know the zubal isn't really an animal you've become you know? more civilized yes yes uh, evolved if you will maybe sure. over evolved into zubals but um, what I loved was that uh, the contrast between um, Takatu and Bravo well mostly Takatu so upset and Bill upset and uh, mm. you know, Bravo, not so upset. Uh, all Bravo says when talking, says, poor lookout, poor little, what's that? And my poor Van Gogh. And Bravo says, poor aim. If you ask me <laughs> like that, you know, that <laughs> bill, bill sent us yeah. to the past instead of the future. So, you know, he doesn't show much worry. He's just worried about his next show, whatever. Of but course. lookout and Van Gogh and was that are having the time of their lives when they're playing music and they're they're making you know, art eating, together and they make music art. together yeah and then they cut back to zubilee zoo and uh Takatu's, you know devastated will we ever see them again oh no then they cut back and we're partying it up mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty funny so uh, I, I always wanted a follow-up to this episode later mm-hmm. where there's like this uh archaeologist and they dig up a uh and they happen to be digging up fossils and they mm-hmm. dig up that uh <laughs> cave painting that van gogh yeah. did thirty thousand years ago yeah just to bring it full circle uh, I thought yeah that, something epic. like that would have been cool yeah yes that would that like, would hey, have been we nice found tag. this and be like 
my art. Yes. Yeah. Your art. 30,000 yeah. years old. Yes. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good. Yeah. That one time with Og. Yes. <laughs> and Og's drawing is uh, just, you know, the stick kind of a stick yeah. figure dog. Yeah. And then, of course, Van Gogh draws this masterpiece. He's like, ooh, I like your dog or yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, they start making music and, and, um, yeah, Og is like, oh, yeah, I know, I know this, and he starts, you know, doing doing beats on his drum, and then, uh, then yeah, we go back. Like you said, it's a lot of back and forth between past and uh, present. Uh, so Bill and Takatu are trying to come up with solutions to get them home. Bill wonders if they can make it back at all, and then, uh, and then it's about ready to go to commercial break. So we go to Ben, who's having a great time playing the drum. Oh, yeah. Going for it. Yep. So there was an archaeologist somewhere because that was Og's drum. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I wondered, so. I, I wondered too, and then I just went. No, go back and whatever. look again. Og's drum was uh, pretty deep, and the drum Ben was playing, I don't think was that deep. It was pretty shallow kind of drum, I thought. Yeah, I, I'm not sure, but I did. I did question it for a moment and then I just like, ah, it ain't important. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> well, I'm going to go, I'm going to go back and look, but I thought it was different. Uh, lookout knows exactly what is broken on the spaceship. I'm not, I, I don't remember what it was. Magnetic, the magnetic coil coil. Something. Yeah. Uh, Augs tools won't work though. Right. And kind of like the previous episode was at is on top of making sure the ship is taken care of again. Uh-huh. Yep. Um and not that not that she was like I don't like told like no 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 the thing that you're saying's wrong it, it, it wasn't anything like that. It was just like they're just so super focused on trying to make this happen and then it's just yeah. another like realization. Um and they they get things to work. And then Og is, he's really sad to see his new friends are, you know, they're leaving. Sure. Other sure. cavemen, no believe this. No. <laughs> like, and no I, like, he did a good job. Like, I, I felt bad for him. Yeah. Cause, like, you, they should, you know, you guys aren't doing anything wrong. You guys want to get back to, you know, where you're from, back to your friends. But yeah, there's that little bit that, like, you know, I guess I, I wish maybe that they would have had just like a little bit more of like a, a goodbye with Og. Uh-huh. Uh, Cause yeah, he was very sad. Yeah. Um, well, and, uh, okay, go ahead. Uh, after learning when the last one was shot, it makes me wonder if this one was shot early on as well. And they just didn't quite know how to end stuff. Hmm. Cause it's like the party where it's like, all right, you know, in the last episode, we had that big uh, celebration for our uh, Zubelnauts. Bye. Yeah, yeah. And, and here know. it's, uh, all right, we're going to go home. Bye. Yeah. Whereas, <laughs> like, you know, in, you know, Backwardsville and, you know, with Limerick the Leprechaun, I mean, like, there is, like, heartfelt goodbyes earlier in the series before yeah. they go back to Zubilee Zoo. Right. That you know, they say goodbye to these new friends they met. Ah, uh, it's just peace. We're gone. Yeah. yeah. See ya. <laughs> like, you know, like we're just gonna go home and see him the next day or something. Yeah. We we're getting ready to go to another, you know, wrap around to uh to commercial. And I just I just put, you know, Ben is, you know, he's saying whatever he says, but like I just say Ben is working on some magic potion. Not really related to anything. Yeah, he, he's just you know, he's, he's just messing around in his yeah. you know his uh, cave studio. Yeah, he's making his own stew. His, his mayor's office, but I'm just like, huh? He's just he's just concocting something. Yeah, just some some uh, busy work. Yeah, <laughs> mayor's mayor's busy work. Bill has been working so nonstop that he can't find time to sleep uh you all get back to find him passed out after yeah. he's been working on different solutions all night yeah gets woke up to his friends being back talking to is so happy and wants to hear stories mm. and then 
the Zubals are having a nice meal together that doesn't consist of owl's feet. Yes, it's hot dogs. Yep. I really wanted the line, just don't ask what's in it. That would have been funny. (laughs) Yeah. That would have been really funny. And (laughs) Like, hey, give me another hot dog. Fine, just don't ask what's in it. Right. Well, and that's what I thought you were going for earlier was like, why they have such a problem eating all this stuff when hot dogs are just processed. Well, and I mean, yeah, that that was all kinds of other animals and stuff. I mean, that's basically the joke was the stew was the early hot dog. Right. Yeah. It's like, well, why the owls? Why the owl feet? Well, because sometimes they step in something sweet. Well, that's a little bit of sugar and stuff in the hot dogs. Right. Well, uh, that was an opportunity missed, Paul. That would have been funny. Great way to tag that scene. Uh, I really liked this scene, though. It's not I can't say that it's often that like, you know, obviously, like they they hang out together. They've Mm -hmm. watched plays together or worked on plays together. They've done things together. But like this seems like the first time that like they like there's like this realization that like, hey, our friends were gone. We didn't know if they were ever coming back. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's that celebration I didn't get in the previous I was episode. Say, hey, maybe, maybe this was the feast. It was nice and it felt good. Like they're yeah. all together for like this nice dinner and picnic kind of situation. Yeah. And they're and look, just getting together to celebrate friendship. Yeah. It's a feast and, fit for my son. Hot yeah. dogs all around. Oh, me too. I love them. I love yeah. Dodger dogs. Dodger oh yeah, dogs. you got some Dodger dogs, didn't you? That's right. Do they t- taste different than Giants dogs? Hey Billy, can you hear me? Yes, I can now. Uh, technical difficulty with my earphone. Oh, you're back. What did you say about Dodger? I dogs? said, do Dodger dogs taste better than Giants dogs? Oh gosh, uh, I wouldn't know what a Giants dog tastes like. I wouldn't allow one within ten miles of my mouth. Okay. <laughs> well, for those Giants are the big. Uh, rival to the Dodgers. Yeah. So, um, but Dodger dogs are delicious. And it is nice to see all the Zubals together and look out. Uh, I think he asked Bravo to pass the mustard. Oh, yes. here you go. Yep. And then, and then um, Van Gogh comes out with more ketchup. And it does give you a really, really sweet feeling of mm-hmm. this family mm-hmm. and, and how much we all care about each other and are comfortable with each other, hanging out and having meals together. That yes. was really neat. But you know what? I was kind of thinking, what is what is the story here? The theme, the lesson, the moral. And I don't I go back it. in time in the time and yeah. space machine. Yeah, <laughs> that could be it. And I, I'd really like to hear what you guys have to say about it. And what I what I got from it, never thought about it till I just watched it, you know, before we um did our podcast. And I thought maybe the lesson is that we don't need to be afraid of people who are different than we are. And maybe we don't have to be afraid of people who do things differently than we do or like different things, eat different things, play different music, listen to different music, wear different clothes. Um, you know what I mean? Vote for different political parties. Maybe, maybe it's okay. Maybe we can still be friends. Mm-hmm. Um, the Zubals, met someone who was from a you know century you know thousands of years before their time and they didn't have a lot in common um the way Ugg drew a dog is different than the way Van Gogh draws a dog we're different we eat different things we dress differently um we might uh you know worship uh, different gods we might um you know whatever speak different languages um and maybe to me, I started thinking maybe that's the lesson that we can still get along. We can still be friends and love each other. Uh, uh, and maybe maybe the fact that we are so different um, can make our our friendship even more interesting, that we bring different things to the table. That's sure. what I got out of it. I mean, because, yeah, like they they went to this this very, very foreign place and met somebody that on the surface they've got nothing in common with, Mm -hmm. but then they like, you know, he's very helpful to them. They, they, like you said, they share art and music together and, and, you know, in their short time together. Yeah. They are able to build a nice bond. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's it seems like a lot of that is there. Uh, I and I, I kind of already went to it a little bit, but I suppose to expand on it, I I really feel like it's don't take for granted, you know, like the people in your life, uh, what you have, um, you know, sure they use time travel as a thing, but you know, look, uh, you know, without getting you know morbid about it but you know real you know uh michael you know you take a lot of trips overseas or you know long plane rides you know forbid something happens on you know one of these adventures and you know we don't know if you're ever coming back like oh <laughs> yeah. man like you know and not not like oh, i'm staying here like you know like yeah. something bad happens yeah right and you're just gone mm-hmm. well crap like i i wish i wish i would have been able to 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 say things i would you know i i would have liked to have uh i wish i would have been able to experience different things but i i might have put it off you know because i will do it another time or um you know they all went back in time with a broken machine not knowing if they'd ever be back yeah but the people who lost them Takatu and Bill and Bravo, they were really the ones who were dealing with that. And I, I didn't, well, yes, didn't really yeah. think of that side of it, you know, losing, yeah. losing somebody like that forever. Right. They right. thought maybe they're gone forever. And then, you know, they're dealing with those feelings of what, what if they are gone forever? Like yeah. you said, Bravo, I suppose he was maybe like the, the comedic relief in that situation. Yeah. So maybe it didn't get too dreadful. Yeah. Uh, Cause yeah, Bill is the one saying like, I don't know if they'll ever come back. Mm-hmm. Takatu is basically crying. She's not crying, but like, you know, she's like, oh, I don't know what's going to, well, my little was that, you know, like yeah. she's so concerned. Their friends, that might be it. Yeah. And it really happens in both the episodes, mm-hmm. uh, you know, these pre- the past two. And and so, yeah, to, to me, that's again, it's it's a it's a thing of appreciate the things or the people that you have. Yeah. In life, because you just never know. Right. Good take on it. Interestingly enough, I picked up on both of them, so I, I don't have a whole lot to say. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and. and- you can really go deep into uh, these episodes if you want to. And uh, it's fun to do that sometimes. And then, then it's fun to just have fun with them and enjoy yeah. the music and the uh, colors and the fun and the love. And, but uh, they, they all can make you really think, you know, whether it yeah, every so meant often to be yeah. that way, or if it just brings up certain feelings with different people. And so uh, it's really cool to go back and watch them and, sort of analyze these episodes yeah and and like yeah it's like every so often you have ones like this one where it does get pretty dark yeah especially for a kid's show (laughs) yeah um yeah when you start to dive deeper into those themes yeah for sure you know and like it's like it's like oh oh look out lookouts never coming back so you got uh then uh does dick york come in or who was first dick Sargent or dick york do you guys remember bewitched Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah yeah! In the middle, in the middle of the series, the husband just changed, just changed. The actor changed. Yeah. So, yeah. I wonder if kids were wondering if it was going to be the same thing. There'd be a different lookout bear and a different Van Gogh. And- <laughs> going to bring in Grizzly. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's um, and you know, like at the beginning of the episode, sometimes like you almost forget, like you know, we're like you said, it's good that we can go deeper. Sometimes we can be silly or whatever, but like, yeah, Zubilee Zoo on the surface, it is just this fun, bright, colorful people dressed up mm-hmm. like animals being goofy, making, you know, snarling or bird sounds or, you know, the stage yeah. directing or, or whatever. And it's just, it's just a fun kids show. Yeah. But it has always had, and was meant to have yeah, yeah. those deeper learning experiences. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it is nice from time to time to be able to to get into that. And especially yeah. now, since, you know, if you're listening to this, you're an adult who, 
you know, grew up with this. So like, yeah, the way that you felt about the episodes as a kid versus how you feel about them now could change. Yeah. Because you do look at it differently. Totally. (laughs) Or it's just fun to go back and still just clear the mind, grab some, some, your favorite breakfast cereal. Yeah. (laughs) Because you're just going to be a kid watching Zoobly Zoo again. Billy, what is your favorite breakfast cereal? Fruity Pebbles. Paul? Life. Mm. Michael's like, I don't like cereal. No, you're just wrong. Both of you are wrong. Oh, interesting. Yeah. What is your favorite cereal? (laughs) Wait, hold on. I got it. Okay, what is it? It's, uh, hold on. I got to look it up. Um, (laughs) You got to look it up. Yeah. Oh, I know what you're going to say. Paul just said it. I think what you're going to say. Golden Crisp. Oh, Golden Crisp. Oh, no. That's with the Golden Honey Bear, huh? Uh-huh. You know, I like. What did you say, like, Paul? I don't remember. Oh. He said life. Remember, there was no. that old commercial. Well, life that was cereal. his favorite. Like, well, it's your favorite. Yeah. Hey, Mikey, he likes it. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, I like, you know, mine, my favorite changes. I <laughs> I like uh, Cheerios. I like Honey Nut Cheerios. I like Raisin Bran. Mm-hmm. My uh, real cheat on breakfast cereal, Captain Crunch, Peanut Butter Crunch. Oh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah. The only one in there you said that I don't I don't like regular Cheerios, uh-huh. but all the other stuff you said I, I really like. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. No, I like a lot of cereal, but Fruity Pebbles is my favorite. I say you slip in a bowl of Crunch Berries. Yeah, Oops, never, all Crunch Berries. <laughs> never, never got into Crunch Berries. Yeah, I like, I, I, yeah, those peanut butter ones. Hey, yeah. you know, listeners, what are what are your favorite cereals? Yeah, I know. want more listeners to tell us things like that and ask some questions so we can answer them on the podcast. Yeah. Actually, I Come had on, an listeners. idea and I didn't have a chance to run it past either one of you, so... I'm calling an audible and I'm running with it. So this episode comes out by the time you're listening to this, it'll be October 15th ish. Yep. So before we record the next episode, Halloween will have come and gone. Mm -hmm. So listeners, what I would like you to do is go to our Facebook page. Uh, You Easy to find us. Just look up at Zubuli Zupod on Facebook and send us pictures of you in your Halloween costumes. Sure. And for that, we will send a couple of you an autographed 8x10 of the three of us. Hey, I want one of those. Well, it should be easy. We got to send it to you to sign. So (laughs) (laughs) just keep one. But you send us pictures of you. We'll send us pictures of us. Hey, that sounds great. Yeah. Um. Uh. First come, first serve. We'll send out as many as we have. Yep, when we run out. That sounds awesome. That's it. <laughs> uh, I don't remember the exact number, but, you know, we'll we'll send out a, a decent number of them. Hey, that's a good, good way to go, Paul. Good well, idea. Let's get some interaction here, <laughs> going here, guys. That's great. Yep. I like it. Yeah. And and really, like, if you're not a Facebook user, if you listen to this and you're like, I don't really use Facebook, you know, where, really wherever. Send us a right. message, whether it's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or our, our email, um, ZoobilyZooPod at gmail.com or at ZoobilyZooPod or just search ZoobilyZooPodcast. All the stuff will come up yep. um, in whichever of those platforms that you'd like. And, yeah, we'll take care of that for you. Give us a little bit of time because, you know, we'll have to sign all of them. We'll have to send them to Michael and so on and so forth. So forth. But, uh, yeah, that's a fun idea. Send us your your Halloween costumes of any any era when you're a kid today, whatever. And if you ever dressed up like a character from Zoobly Zoo, I don't know what we'll do, but we'll figure something out to make it even a, more special for you. <laughs> How about that? That sounds great. Okay. Well, that's all I've got. Let's uh, let me let me figure out what the next uh, couple set of episodes are before we leave. The next one will be oh, 
The Bear Behind the Badge. Oh, yeah. Good one there. One of Michael's favorites. Yeah. Yep. So that'll be the next one. So I'll I'll bet we'll we'll get some nice stories out of that one. Great. Well, yeah, one of my favorite episodes. But I look forward to seeing you guys again. It's always great to be with you. And thank you to all the listeners of the Zoobly Zoo podcast. And uh, can't wait for the next one. Mm-hmm. Toodaloo, Zubaroos. Bye. See you next time. Thank you all again for joining us on these new Zoobly Zoo adventures. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search for Zoobly Zoo Podcast. Bye for now, Zoobaroos. Zoobly Zoo.